0: Sam the fly wants my yogurt.
2: Sorry. <laughs> that's right, that's...
0: Oh, hello everyone. Hold on a second. Where'd Bogo?
1: <laughs> He's back. <laughs> he disappeared. Pick the best time to leave. He's like, oh,
0: show's starting. Yeah, I'm out of here then. It must have been. It wasn't a me. It wasn't you. It wasn't me. Oh, oh was no! It Sam? I Sam?
3: I usually mute.
0: Yeah, Maybe.
3: I usually mute when when you play the music, so I don't breathe or accidentally talk over yeah. the intro. Yeah. And then it kicked me from the call. <laughs> you gotta give ahead.
1: me that yogurt. <laughs> so I'm gonna hang up on your call. Sure would be a shame.
3: Yeah. Did the fly? Do Are it? We, we start the show or is yeah? A... It's starting.
0: No, we're going. This is it. This is the show. We're okay, doing it. Great. It's uh, core. Everybody, welcome back. It's uh, February twenty seventh, twenty nineteen. I'm Scott with Bo John, and we're here with Bo John. <laughs> Bo John. <laughs> With Bo and John, uh, they're separate human beings, and um, <laughs> we do a show where we talk about video games now. It used to be all about Heroes of the Storm, uh, but it's not anymore, and we've told you all that already. If you didn't hear this before, what the hell are you doing? Go back and listen to the episodes where we, where we anguishly went through it all, because we're not doing that anymore, at least not for now, and even though Bo has uh, picked it right back up, apparently, which we'll talk about later in the show, uh, Bo's all heroes this week. That's crazy little turn I didn't expect um but we'll get into why and those reasons here shortly before all that though let's get into this uh the world of a post apex legends world requires us to look back and be reminded that another game was here before it with as much hype or more that has not been uh, forgotten and that game is overwatch let's talk about it Batman. Okay, Overwatch got a new hero this week, and uh, they would like you to notice that. They would like you to forget <laughs> that uh, that Blizzard is in a weird place right now with the firings and the whatnots and all the stuff swirling around it. But, um, you know, Overwatch League is started and going. There's games and stuff, and part of this is a brand new hero. His name is Baptiste. He is a, uh, a black fellow, all right? Uh, he's a... Handled it well. Yeah, he's, he's he's a battle medic. Do I have that right? Let me look at that. Just to make sure I got it right. Combat medic. Combat maybe. medic. There you go. Thank you. He is a combat medic, and he does a bunch of really rad stuff. And I thought it was enough rad stuff that we should probably talk about it because I actually want to make an argument for Overwatch and their approach to character. And I would like to just say I wish that. I wish the Apex team would actually pay attention to this a little bit because if the Apex if Apex Legends has any weaknesses for me, it's the characters are not that interesting. They're they're fine, and it's better than not having them be characters. But like that little poster I put up the other day. Do I have that here? I do. Um, here are the names as I remember them. Okay, that's okay. how unmemorable the names are for me. Uh, you can be that soldier lady. Bigelow is her name. Uh, then there's Junkface. Have you seen Junkface? Got all kinds of shit hanging off of him. That's old mm-hmm. Junkface. Stinky, he has the stink bombs and the and the smelly gas. Garbanzo, he's got a shield, and he's great. He's like a frontline guy. O- okay. Old Garbanzo is going to take care of it for you. Uh, Fun Funbuns has her little robot healer. You got Pud. He's just the guy that can make duplicates of himself and not say his lines right. And then good old Chappie uh, from the film Chappie is in this game. It's the great crossover of film and video games, Chappie. And then finally, Hot Topic, who uh, Mm -hmm. is always flinging around and doing her business in the game Apex Legends. So, Scott, yeah.
1: (laughs) Can I play a little devil's advocate here? (laughs)
0: Yeah.
1: Just a little.
0: Go ahead. Advocate for the devil. Go
1: ahead. Your inability to remember someone's name. (laughs) should not necessarily be a metric by which anything is judged.
0: Now, okay, I take your point, and I knew you were going to bring this up, but I would like to answer that by saying I always remembered and remembered immediately the names of the the Overwatch characters. I think Blizzard's better at this than most companies who are trying to build character into these shooters. And Overwatch is similar in that once you get playing... Like, story's kind of out the door. You're just killing each other, and in some cases you're killing your doppelganger across the way, and that doesn't make any sense, but it's a video game, so who cares? But they're so much better at establishing who a character is, why they're, who they are, and making it so they're memorable in your mind than anybody else, and I'm going to include in that, Apex Legends. They're fine. They get the job done. But there's nothing about them where I go ooh, Junkrat is clearly this and is only this, and he's known for this. And part of it, maybe, is that, unlike Overwatch, Apex is all about everyone shoots the same, has the same hit points. There's some stuff this week, people talking about larger hitboxes uh, for uh, for Stinky and uh, Garbanzo. <laughs> uh,
3: I thought it was Pathfinder. Oh, maybe Pathfinder it was Pathfinder. Pathfinder
0: also
1: has a larger hitbox.
0: And he has some deal If you, I was reading today, if you shoot between his legs it, it hits him, even though there's yeah. a big space there. Uh, stuff like that. I mean, those are things I can work on and tweak and whatever, but my point is, I think, I think Overwatch is better at doing this stuff. Uh, at now, hero creation. Now, do you disagree I, with that?
1: I played devil's advocate. I will say I agree with you. Mm. I think the characters in Overwatch from a lore perspective are more compelling. And the reason I say that is I do not much care for Overwatch.
2: Mm -hmm.
1: Uh, It could be my Heroes of the Storm loyalty continuing to shine through, and I always felt like Overwatch was the little golden child that got everything, so Mm -hmm. I've always kind of resented it a little bit.
2: Yeah.
1: Uh, But even not really liking Overwatch that much, and even thinking it's way overhyped for what it is, I still saw the Baptiste trailer and was like, that's freaking rad. Yeah like i that's the thing is like even as much as i don't like it i have to give it credit I, and i have to say oh man that's that's some cool lore
0: yeah and a reminder that the i think it's important to at least say john's not saying overwatch is a bad game i am no you can't yeah, be that's so crazy
3: you can't be serious <laughs> it's okay
1: it's a great
0: game it's really good like for what it's supposed to be it's a really good game now would it's we like game. it would we like it more if it had like co-op feature PvE stuff or something closer to its original Titan ideals or or even if it was um, they'd taken it further in the multiplayer realm and it was just it wasn't just what it is today in terms of map types and the kind of multiplayer it is especially in a, a post uh, battle royale world sure I could agree with some of those points and I think they have to kind of get on the stick and get some of that going um, with such a heavy focus on esports is I think that makes it harder for them because they have to kind of You know, you have to establish your sport. Like football can't go week to week, going. You know, this week I'm thinking the ball should be twice as big as it usually is. Oh my, how good would it be if it did? It'd be amazing. Like whenever they complain (laughs) that somebody puts helium in a ball, I'm like, eff it, forget about the rule. The new rule is all balls have helium in them. (laughs) They just float (laughs) away if someone doesn't catch it fast enough. Yeah, because you can throw them really far. It's really (laughs) awesome. What what, they—that's why people cheat that way. But just make it not a cheat anymore. We want Blurns ball from. Futurama, basically, just go nuts. But my point is, all of that aside, Overwatch is a really good game. I get your point, though, about heroes got stepchild, redheaded stepchild treatment and got put in the back seat. No question about that. It's fine. It's not for me. Yeah, I'll bet if we played it, you'd have a whole lot of fun right now. If we played it,
1: I would have a good time if I played it. I yeah. have
0: zero desire to ever play it.
3: Really? Yeah. I. It's funny. I feel. I want to. <laughs> Play it. I, actually, playing Apex made me want to play Overwatch more. There's that, seven heroes I haven't played yet. There's a lot, of, lot for me to dig into. Well, that's my point, Bo. Point. Do you? Do
0: you? Want play how it. long has it
3: been for you? It's been a long time, right? It's been a while, yeah. yeah, yeah. And and like your point is well taken that like, I mean, you can't even compare the Apex characters to Overwatch. I think I read an interview where they were like talking about modeling everything they've done in Apex yeah. on Overwatch and their success, right? And it clearly shows the characters and the only reason why the characters in Apex are memorable is just because tons of people are playing it. We're all going through the same thing. So we all meet around the water cooler and talk about it. But the characters suck. (laughs) 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 They're not good. No way. Like, are you compared to Overwatch's character development and shorts? And it's like, it's not even a Uh, It's not even
0: close. They're super generic. And that's fine. I'm not, again, for the game, it is. Other focuses are clearly there, and that's great. And that and Apex is awesome for it. But just imagine how much cooler it would be if they had that acumen that Blizzard seems to have for their characters in Overwatch. It's really something they do really well. Um, and so I, I kind of wish it was more like that. And also at the same uh, time, Apex has made me think that it would be possible for Blizzard to make a Battle Royale mode for Overwatch that would work. Um, I don't think they're working on it. I don't think we'll ever get it. I, I, I would love to have seen it, though. I would love to see what that looks like and what changes they would make because those characters are just great and they're all weird and they do such different things. Like, you could come up with something pretty special, probably, if they wanted to throw the money and time
3: at it. thing is, I don't think that... <clears throat> I think the um, characterization, as expressed through the abilities in Apex Legends, mm-hmm. are very watered down and held back. hmm like, they're useful and tactical, but I don't, re- it doesn't really feel like it defines them as characters as much as, say, the char- actual gameplay in Overwatch. Right. Because your gun is different based on who you pick. But most of the guns you pick up in Apex are the same guns. Like, mm-hmm. it doesn't, you can go a whole game and not use a special ability and still win in Apex Legends. And the guns are the same guns everyone else has access to. So, yeah. So I find like, I find it's good that they have the characters, but like they didn't lean into it that hard at mm. the same time. So it kind of doesn't matter.
0: Sure. From a design standpoint, I, I guess I can see reasons why they wouldn't, but I still think personality-wise they could have gone further. You can have them be generic in terms of their functionality, but go further in their Just the characterization could have been a lot well, more fun.
1: And it's also missing a lot of the the flash that Overwatch gets the the bonus of. You know, we got dropped into you know, all of a sudden there were just a bunch of new characters to learn who they are. You know, for Overwatch, we had time leading up to it where we had seen Tracer and Winston and Widowmaker. And we were like, oh, who are these people? You know, why do their bullets not have any impact on the other person in the cinematics? It's weird. I don't know. You had a lot of time to wonder who these characters were and for Blizzard to kind of piecemeal that out to you. And then when you started playing, you had the voice interactions that the characters had. And you had a bunch of like everything fed into that character lore, which was really smart. You know, you had sprays where it was like, what does that mean? Um, And I think the closest that Apex has gotten to that is uh, Wraith, or as Scott calls her Hot Topic. Uh, See, not only have I learned the actual name, Scott, I've learned your name on top of it. Great. (laughs) Uh, But she has a um, she has a, a background border where it's it's supposed to just look like, ah, it's weird psychic wavy lines on the side but if you stare at it you can actually see the silhouettes of two people as if they're like a parent or a scientist looking over her trying to figure out you know as if they're the ones doing the experiments on her i was like oh that's weird who are these people are they other characters in the game and i stared at it for a really long time and i couldn't tell who they were and i stopped caring right and that's as close as apex ever gets to that uh overwatch had a lot more of that actually built in naturally and built in through the dialogue and again we had more time apex just hasn't had that yet i'd be curious to see you know if their rollout plans include any of that Mm -hmm. uh we'll find out you know it's still pretty early we're not even into the season stuff for it yet but uh i'd be curious to see if they pull it out um the one thing that bugs me about apex is all the characters seem a little muted There's something very soft about them. Like, I don't know if you guys ever got those. It was real popular back in the day for World of
0: Warcraft. You could have your character 3D printed. Oh, yeah. The finger uh, figure prints. I have one right over here somewhere.
1: Yeah, Yeah. I have a I have a few up on my shelf back there. Um, There's something about the colors and the texture of figure print things Mm -hmm. It's just a little grainy and a little soft. The colors don't pop as much as they should. Mm. And that's how I feel all the characters in Apex Legends look. Mm. And I, I wish they could get some of that fidelity that Blizzard has in their characters out of it. Might,
0: but could be some, some of that could be engine related. I mean, they're using Source 2 engine, heavily modified, but yeah. it's Source. It's possible that that's limiting them. But I also think, like you say, it's early and a lot of the skin options, quite frankly, are just color stuff and not new rigs whereas you know you get a new overwatch skin it's like oh my gosh Junkrat is suddenly a freaking vampire bat you know like you've, you've gone nuts it's all new appliances on him and things sticking out of him and his gun is remodeled and like they go crazy with it with this game they haven't done that yet it's just here's garbanzo with three padded looking samurai outfits and that's
3: it he really is the worst yeah He's a boring. He's really is the most uninteresting character ever created in Vistry Video Games. (laughs) Like like I honestly, like I just like I can't do it. I can't take him. It's so hard. Yeah.
0: That's what I'm saying. Don't you think it would go a lot further if they would adopt? I mean, given that they were so inspired by Overwatch anyway, for this idea of characters rather than just, you know, skins on the same dude or lady. Uh I just I just wish they would go further with it. That's all, and maybe they will. Yeah. John's probably yeah, right. They probably will. And I don't think they can re- relegate it just to new heroes that get launched. I think they, if they're going to do any kind of backstory or any kind of cool cinematics or anything cool, they're going to have to give treatment to all the launch people as well, so that you don't make those guys feel like you know the crappy uh, first attempts and everything else after that is way more awesome. Like that's a real challenge. They have to figure yeah. that out. I
1: think the the last thing I would say just to avoid you getting too many angry emails about my Overwatch hate, I think this sums up my feelings on Overwatch okay. really well. All right. I don't play Overwatch currently. I have no plans or desire to play it again. But if they made an Overwatch 2 or a different game in that universe, I'd be incredibly interested.
3: Yeah, of course but- you would. Yeah, he would be. Where'd all this Overwatch hate come from? I feel like there's news. always been there. We never talked about it. Well... I mean, we've always said... We've always had the step... Yeah, we wish heroes got more resources and stuff like that. Like, that's always been a thing, but I thought we've always said Overwatch was a good game. Yeah, I like
0: Overwatch. I think it's great. I think John's crazy. I think, John... Here's what I think is going on there, and I don't... This isn't a... This isn't a a swipe at John, because I actually think this is just an interesting part of your personality, but I really do feel like you you took it very personally, which is part of the whole Blizzard thing. We all are very personally involved in Blizzard games. I think you took it very personally when when things took off for Overwatch, and they were surprised by that, by the way, um, that Heroes, your favorite PvP game that Blizzard made, was being pushed to the side. Even back then, even in those very early days of Overwatch, it was very clear where all of the flash and the hype and the the exposure was going to be. And... It's kind of sucked if you're a heroes fan. And I yeah, think I think I, you're I just not, you. I think you're, I'm not saying you're a grudge holder. I'm saying Blizzard needs, Blizzard needs to get players like you back on board through some earnest effort of some kind. It can't just be, well, them's the breaks, esports and all that. Like, I, I think that's all this is. is you're well, just-
1: I, I think, I think you're a hundred percent right. Because when I saw that attention and all of that, my reaction was really, They're giving all their attention to this. Mm. And when I got to to this, I was like, I don't much care for this game. Every match kind of feels the same. I I have a couple heroes that I like in it, but I'm not really interested in branching out. I just my own personal laundry list of problems that clearly the rest of the world does not have all came to pass. And then at the end of the day, I was like, okay, well, I'll play my game and ignore this game for forever. and. Generally didn't talk about it unless it was one of those characters going over to Heroes, which was hit and miss depending on who it was and what they were doing. And, uh, you know, or the cinematics and stuff like that, I loved. So I probably seemed like an Overwatch fan because they put out a new video showing, you know, here's the backstory of this character. And I was like, yeah, that was freaking cool because they are. Mm. I just don't want to play the game.
0: Yeah, that's fair. But we should play Overwatch a little bit, just a little bit. And then, i've been
3: thinking about playing overwatch some more yeah we, the main well, reason is apex yeah because apex well now that the honeymoon's over i'm like i should play a better shooter than this game and i kind <laughs> of been wanting to play overwatch oh <laughs>
0: boy here it's coming out early i actually wanted to talk about this so yeah. you you kind of had a sudden drop off like for a while there it was apex, oh yeah well, apex. let's make
3: it official i'm not playing apex anymore yeah he's not doing it <laughs> i'm done with it he's I, out <laughs>
0: he's a you're you're like okay yeah. I've, you've rung all you can ring out of it i guess right
3: and well i mean i had to it's not it's a good game and i'm not gonna shit on apex in any way shape or form it's just um there, the things i don't like about battle royale games have come to the forefront now that the honeymoon's over and all the the fun is there and i have to ask myself this is this a game i'm gonna commit to getting better at and in my evaluation process i said no the problem with this in this particular one although it's true of all battle royales is that uh it, you know, PvP games tend to be a competition between two people or two teams, and battle royale games pretty much the strategy is wait for two other teams to fight and then fight them while they're distracted. Yeah. And that's that's how you get from third to first when there's three teams left. Every interesting engagement that I have always gets screwed over by another team capitalizing, and I realize it's a uh, it's not really good competition. In fact the Twitch rivals that they broadcast this week was basically really good players going in and poning noobs in the game as fast as possible for money. I was like, this is kind of the opposite of sportsmanship. And so I kind of just decided that this was not a game that I was going to, you know, it's a good game, but it's not a game I'm going to spend much more time in given that there's other shooters to play. And it got me thinking about overwatch again, because I sort of been scratching my shooter itch and wanting to get better at shooters that overwatch is, at the very least a team-based and competitive game and i just pictured like would blizzard ever have a game like them we talk sure they have a battle royale but yeah. blizzard does value i mean who knows where they're at on their mission statement but does value competition and playing fair and, and battle royales are like the opposite of playing fair like they offer an unfair experience to noobs you can go in there and die 15 times and never get a kill and just be fodder for someone else's enjoyment <clears throat> yeah i don't disagree with uh, that i don't like the whole kind of where my head's at with with battle royales in general so i'm like how do you how do you
0: feel about people saying hey but bo that's just the nature of br so you just got to get good it's
3: super popular i'm not going to tell people not to play the game or not to make games like that because you guys like it i just it was a personal decision for me i totally get it yeah yeah, i was just it's just a choice like i play games pretty ravenously and i like I am starting to think the sheen's coming off. I have to make a decision about where I'm spending my time. And and I felt like this just wasn't worthy, even though sure it's good. So, and I can't, I'll keep it installed and maybe we'll still play from time to time. Cause I do enjoy the gunplay in it. The mm-hmm. gunplay is really good. Sure, It's better than overwatch. I'd say like, I prefer the gunplay in apex, but, um, but I, I just don't like battle Royale. And that's sort of been coming to the surface for me. Is that that's sure. the sort mode I care for? I think, know? uh, I
0: think what's going to happen. I mean, people have, I don't know how many people have truly forgotten about this, but it hit me the other day. When I was playing Counter Strike, uh, even the mod for Half Life 1, that game didn't feature, you know, 10 modes. It featured one mode, and that mode was uh, Counter Terrorist and Terrorist would face off. You had objectives if you were one or the other, and the other team would try to end you. And when they did, their team won. You didn't have multiple lives. You didn't respawn. There was no other options like that. It was basically just. 90s Battle Royale because all 90s Battle Royale could handle was eight people. Right. And all they've but done is teams, they've, right? they've, they Yeah, you have two teams. So that's... I mean, this team plays a little different. But there's also that 50 versus 50 in Fortnite, uh, which I don't know if they do it all the time or they rotate it in. It's actually a very fun mode, but...
1: Yeah, that's where we got our win in Fortnite. Mm-hmm. That's why we get to say we won Fortnite one time.
0: That's right. But the idea that 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 really all we've done is gotten larger a larger version of that game style. That's all this is. The innovation is actually 100 people can be here In the case of of Apex 80. That's a huge innovation. But the other innovation is uh, there's a circle that keeps getting smaller. And without that, it's a big, dumb game because you would never want to hunt around that map all day long trying to find the last guy. Like it's a required component of the gameplay is to have the arena shrink over time. And... The reason I bring that up is because I think it's too easy for us to now look at this and go, "Oh, Battle royale, it's a thing, and it is. But it's just a mode and it's an evolved mode and it's an iterate it's a mode that's already iterated on other stuff. So if Overwatch or anybody else introduces a mode like that, I'm gonna try to train my brain to not freak out or be s- super skeptical or go, "Oh, this is just a me too thing because they gotta they gotta have their own battle royale because at the end of the day, all of these modes, all of these things are iterative modes that have been around since Quake or earlier. And it's okay. It's fine if they do. What Bo's saying, I don't disagree with because if you if Battle Royale as a mode it just isn't your thing, people shouldn't play that. It yeah. it really I mean,
3: is just play it casually. I yeah. think. it just like, it, it, it dis- I wasn't playing the game casually. Mm. I was playing the game like 40 hours. You know, I had 102 hours in two weeks. Yeah. <laughs> so and I I just don't. I like to play games to get good at them, and so I feel like I'm, if I'm not playing in that mode, then I just probably should stay away. So that's what I'm doing.
0: Well, more on that soon. I never got around to Baptiste stuff. I want to tell you what he has. Baptiste cool. school. Yeah, He has a medic uh, small machine gun, a little uh, semi-automatic mach- machine gun-looking thing, but he's got these uh, like grenade thing attached underneath it. It's a three-round burst hit-scan weapon that deals significant damage. So he's got good damage for a healer. I always like that. His alternate fire is Biotic Launcher. Biotic Launcher does not share ammo with the medic gun. It shoots projectiles similar to Zarya's alt fire uh, that heals near, uh, near the point of impact. So you shoot him at the ground, uh, people around that area will, will get healing. Uh, it does not heal him, though, so you can't shoot at your feet and be healed. His passive ability is Exo Boots. Baptiste can crouch and charge a boost, which propels him in the air uh this is not primarily primarily an engage nor is it an escape it's mostly used for baptiste to set up attacks and reposition himself regenerative burst is his bread and butter as a healer he activates a heal over time effect for uh both himself and nearby allies uh this is not an aura other allies can leave baptiste side and continue to heal off the regenerative burst so you basically fart and they take your fart with them yeah Carry uh, it yeah. to another room take it to another room like, like my... when you
1: thought before you got in the car, you had let it all out, mm-hmm. but it followed.
0: This is what, I'll tell you what my Korean brother used to do. We'd be all at dinner, mm-hmm. and Matt, my brother Matt, would go, and this is when he knew a lot less English. He would sit at the table, came to America when he was nine, so he's, you know, still very Korean culturally and, of course, the language. He'd sit at the table, and he goes,
2: uh-oh, uh-oh.
0: I go, what? Bongoo, bongoo, he'd say. Bongoo is Korean for fart. Yeah. And then my mom would go, get up, get out, get up. <laughs> and would make him get up. And after he would say, bongu, bongu, he would run around the corner behind a door or a wall. And then he would stick his finger out like this, his two fingers like in a scissors hand. And he would go, oh, and he would make the, he would fart by squeezing his hand together, <laughs> laugh maniacally and then come back to dinner. So that was just the thing I grew up with. He look it up, bongu. It's a great, I only knew the words from, I only know Korean words that are sort of dirty and gross. I know bongu. I know fart. Did
3: Baptist remind you of that in some way? No, we were just uh, talking about no,
0: the lingering fart. The lingering fart is why. Oh, I came okay, from. okay. Sorry,
3: I missed the connected
0: thought. Oh, trust me. The all, drama, I know, all of a sudden,
3: we were talking about <laughs> bongu, and my brain was like, "Hey, what's going on?" <laughs> all,
0: all I know I is I missed a critical bridge. Sometimes, uh, sometimes my brain will have to go a place, and we have to go there, okay. and then we have to come back. Uh, okay, here's his other thing. He has this immortality field, and he deploys. Yeah, and he f- deploys this. He heals D.Va and Soldier. What? What's this? That's just for a video. All right, a more, uh, immortality <laughs> field. Baptist's second ability, maybe his most powerful non-ultimate game or thing in the game. He uh, uses a device to create a field that temporary, or that prevents allies from dying at all. They can go uh, below twenty percent health, or they cannot go below twenty percent health. So they'll still take damage potentially, but it will. Not drop like, below it's 20. It's Taz 30.
3: Dingo, but for everybody. Kind of, yeah.
0: It is like Taz Dingo. Oh, well, that's interesting. Yeah. Uh, the generator, much like a supercharger, can be destroyed so people can target it. According to Blizzard, it lasts for about eight seconds as present, although that is a subject to change and probably will. This ability is a, a powerful counter to abilities like Junkrat's Riptire or Diva's Self Destruct, and it prevents the team from being one shot killed. Uh, his ultimate is called Amplification Matrix, and I've already seen this in use in a particular case. That was amazing. So it creates a matrix that doubles the damage and healing effects of all friendly projectiles that pass through it. So if you fired a bullet through the matrix at your enemy and it hit them, significant more damage than it would have if it hadn't gone through the amplification wall. So the thing I saw was um, somebody, uh, uh, freaking Hanzo sent his giant dragon deal at the whole team. The whole team's in there. And while they're there, they're healing back through the matrix, and their healing was so good that nobody died. Even your, even your slim gems didn't die from the dragon.
3: Oh, it was an enemy dragon yes. strike. Yes. Yes. And and you were healing. and uh, Baptist was healing through the matrix at the people. And, and yeah. And anyone. one other
0: healer, I can't remember who it was, but somebody was also healing through it. It looks like the way that um, uh, Lucio's healing works is if his circle, if the if the matrix is in the circle. And you're in the circle. You're getting the benefit of the Matrix, as best I could wow. tell. That was the other character. But all these people lived. And there's no way they live without that thing. So that looked crazy to me. Anyway, it got me excited. It made me like Overwatch again. It's like, ah, oh, these characters are cool. I want to go play it. Maybe
3: I will. Yeah, well, I'm I'm into playing some more, so. All right. We should do that. John, we'll convince you. Bye. Don't worry. It'll happen.
0: Mm, we'll see. Yeah.
3: You might be
1: it. able to get me in there. I'd have to reinstall there it. There are like right?
3: seven heroes. I count. There's seven or eight heroes that I haven't played yet that I get yep. to explore. Doomfist, Moira, Wrecking Ball. I was watching some Wrecking Ball, and I'm like, oh, this is a troll character for sure. He's roll around oh, like yeah. a ball the whole yeah. time. Like, he's yeah, a, sign a, me up for that. Like I think dick.
1: I played games that when Anna existed, but like I did the Halloween thing, and she was in that. But mm. I never played an actual game of Overwatch with a single new
0: character in it wow really weren't we playing there's there's tons of there's tons of new characters to play i'm excited my
1: account level is like 27
0: well we you yeah (laughs) but you but but you did that all or no when did you do well you did a lot more in the beta with us right yeah i played a ton in the beta yeah and i think you were just kind of like okay i'm good i'm out yeah um okay says here someone in the chat says breaking news there's a new heroes patch today that went up a couple hours ago
3: yeah, I couldn't find patch notes in the launcher, though, for it. I can't I find playing. it anywhere. It.
0: Uh, stitches rework, maybe? No,
3: there was some stuff. They, they they released a schedule. Heroes of the Storm team released a schedule for their AMAs, yeah. and I think there's going to be a patch at some point.
0: Okay. Yeah, I don't see anything uh, I didn't in the see, news.
3: I, saw, I had to do an update today, but didn't see what it was about. Their latest
0: news article on the official Heroes of the Storm website. I don't know if you guys have noticed the frequency of these posts. They have gone way up. Or I should say down. Fifteen yeah, days they're, ago, they're the from the opposite last of what I just said. <laughs> yeah, they go way better. like months ago for your four, like your third article. That's that's a definite. That's something I noticed after all this stuff.
3: Well, I'm, it's not on the site, DJ Tekuya.
1: Yeah. yeah, I know. It's one thing to be like, well, guys, I'm reading it. I know. I saw parts of it. I saw what Kyle posted because Kyle did a better job of getting the patch notes to me than Blizzard
0: did. So They say they're on the launcher. I don't know. I can't tell that's either. That's
3: the reality. Well, if
0: you got oh, a link, chat room, send us a link. That'd be cool. I've got
3: a link. I've got a link. It went up. I just didn't see it. It's not on the launcher. It wasn't on the launcher version
0: hmm. of the news. Weird. Is there anything in there
3: that we're like, oh, look at that? Ooh. Oh, it's huge changes to like everything really not everything but like 20 or 30 heroes you know because there's a ton of heroes in the game now yeah
0: well we're playing it tonight we'll see I guess there's a bunch of crazy crap happen we'll I guess we'll find out tonight
1: Kyle posted so many patch notes today that
0: there's word he's gonna be let go that that Kyle's gonna be let go <laughs> yes <laughs> all right great uh let's move on to talk about another thing oh yeah I have a transition for that now Do you guys like Dune? do you read the books, the Dune books? I did, actually. Yeah? Have you read them? Yeah. Uh, all of them? recently.
3: I was in my teens when I read the Dune. I read Dune. I don't think I read any other books. Are you
0: Dune. Are you excited for the potential of this new Dune movie? And um, Yes.
3: I also played the classic Dune 2 RTS.
0: Very good game. First RTS ever, I think, wasn't it? Or something like that.
1: Yeah, Maybe? actually, I think that's right. Yeah, yeah. I think it was...
0: But, um, uh, Westwood studios was in, uh, this is before their command and conquer days, but pretty sure that was like them. And the first RTS n- ever known or ever made, I think. And I had it on the Genesis of all consoles. Was, on a
3: console? Yeah.
0: They had a console version oh, of wow. Dune too. I had it on PC. I'm sure you had the better experience, like
3: straight up. Probably. <laughs> I had a mouse Maybe. and I could use on a keyboard. Yeah, I probably wasn't that good at the game, though, but I remember playing it for hours, and I think there was a map editor for it, too, that at least someone made available to me, so you can make your own maps in it and stuff. That's pretty cool. Well, Anyways, I, I spent a lot of time playing it, but Dune, yes, I read the book. They yeah. drink their own pee. <laughs> um, in their suits, and- right?
0: It recycles in their suits? Yes, it yeah. recycles, obviously. Yeah. I left that
3: part out just for the LOLs, but... Uh- <laughs> <There's> not, <laughs> they're not just peeing in cups and going, Here, <laughs> like- here's down your gullet. <laughs> <laughs> There's <laughs> like pull it out and uh, pound it back. Um, so the yeah, I'm excited for the movie because it's the um, what's his name, the, uh, uh, Villeneuve, Denis Villeneuve. Villeneuve. The How do you say his name? And I thought Blade Runner 2049 was phenomenal. I did too. Even if it wasn't your cup of tea, if only more remakes and updates and and forays into our past franchises and movies could be that good and that yeah, killed it. Original, yeah. but also. Respectful of the source material. I yeah. don't know. It's just perfect. It was so honestly. good.
0: Arrival was good. Uh I, I also really liked it uh what was it called? Um the the it was a Spanish name. It was like a military thrillery thing. So
3: uh, had Emily Blunt Sicario. in it.
0: Sicario. I love Sicario. Oh my gosh, I love Sicario. If you've not seen Sicario, fan again. It. Oh, it's so good.
3: Um I they- started it but didn't some reason i wasn't into it but well he's a he's a
0: really interesting director and i think dune looks uh will will benefit from having him around well here's the good news if you like dune you like the universe you like those books john did you read those books by chance
1: uh i did not i tried to get into dune and i don't know what made me fall off i didn't dislike it but i never finished
0: It, it. it it is thick and dense that stuff it's I a hard off. read. It wasn't easy to get through. Yeah, I fell off it a few times before I finally got through the initial books. I never read the follow up stuff his son did, uh, or some. There was some other stuff, but I've never. Read I mean, I of. love,
1: I love what I know of the world, right? Um, and I, I think it's all great. So I have no reason not to. I just uh, never saw all of the movie. Never read all of the book. I'm about twenty percent in on Dune.
0: Well, good. Except
1: for in my mind, which is a hundred percent.
0: Well, the other eighty will come easy when that movie comes out. I'll bet we all see it, and I'll bet we're all super into it. Um, yeah. he- here's the thing. Uh, it always reminds me of the forty K universe for some reason. Yeah, and I, I can see that. Uh, you know, just like tech priests and um, emperor, they're trying to keep alive for for thousands of years, and just those weird, weird, far flung, hard, hard fantasy and space concepts are very Dune to me, or at least have a lot of their roots in that. So, bottom line, all of us are, you know, some level of excited about this. Well, along with that comes video games. There's a new ad- ad- adaptation of the world coming to theaters and also some games according to Funcom, the makers of Conan Exiles and Age of Conan. It's A lot of Conan going around at Funcom. A fine Conan product. Yeah, these are both MMOs, by the way. The Secret World MMOs, uh, they did those, and they also did... They don't list it here, but what was it called? Their sci-fi MMO came out well before, after was EverQuest. Anarchy Online. Anarchy Online. Yeah. I I was so excited about whatever the hell that was supposed to be at the time, that I bought in early. It was a mess. They had one. It was supposed to be one realm, and everybody would be in it. They eventually had to split it in two because it just didn't work. You had um, to buy insurance for your body. You did. You bought insurance for your body. But it was very cyber. They had some cool ideas in there. Yeah. But that's a that game's a frickin' mess. Anyway, uh, so I have some I have some th- happy memories with Funcom in terms of you know that sort of thing. But anyway, they are going to make a 2020, uh, game of some sort, and we don't know what it is. We don't know anything else about it. They said games plural, so multiple games. We already know they can do at least two Conan, so why not two Doom Damn. games? Um. They did not say any specifics. No platforms talked about. No uh, numbers of games or their launch dates or any of this stuff. Their chief executive touted the company's decade experience in adapting sci-fi and fantasy IPs. Quote, we are thrilled to have the opportunity to collaborate with Legendary to bring the iconic Dune universe to life for gamers all over the globe. So, yeah, I'll play your dumb game. Let's see what you got. Bring it on. i give it a try. Yeah, Funcom
1: mean... for me. Okay, Funcom is a company that yeah. sounds like... If somebody told you that was the name of the company that made all the McDonald's toys, you would a hundred percent believe them. Right? You would go, "Oh yeah, Funcom, the people who make Happy Meal toys." Here's the thing: yeah. I kind of feel the same way about their games. Oh, like there's something there. They're definitely toys, yeah. but they're maybe not quite the toys you wanted. But. Y- Sometimes you just find something special. That's great about them. Like yeah. I played secret world and I actually really liked it. And I thought there were a lot of really cool things in it, but there's just, just a light little level of polish. That's never quite on the game themself. itself.
0: Yeah, that was true. Of their Conan game, by the way, I, I, I'm going to get emails about this. So I'm going to clarify it. Conan exiles is their survival game. That's only a couple of years old. And that's more like Minecraft or world wars or, um, uh, Daisy or something, it's not the same as an it's not an MMO at all. Uh, the other game, Conan, Age of Conan was was
3: an MMO. Is Daisy a battle royale game? Uh, which one? Which game? Is Daisy isn't a battle royale? No, game, no, no, right? no. It's just a survival. That's where they co- That's where they come from, though.
0: Um, yeah, uh, sorta. I mean, they all came from Arma. So Arma well, was the
3: but Ar- Arma went to Daisy. Then it was what was H one Z one. Well, I thought Arma Z one had the battle royale game.
0: I thought it was Arma. I thought that okay, so I thought Player Unknown, the dude that made PUBG, originally started working on a mod that he built on Arma. I thought that's where yeah, its origins were. Yeah, 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 that's right. I
3: think that's right. Okay, I think it started as a mod in Arma, Arma two or three. But I'm just saying, battle royale as a genre comes from DZ, like it's iterated on. So they on, made, on that on that genre that's what i was asking is it the battle oh, royale or is it just saying. a survival zombie deal
0: i see what you're saying like running around finding shit because i think yeah.
3: h1z1 i'm not sure if they were the first but i think they were said get get rid of the zombies and just make it mm-hmm. battle royale and then yeah. they had the other release
0: i want to say that yeah. sounds right um i don't i don't know why it's funcom who got has this deal i just know that i have such high, high, hot feelings about dune and how well i want all this to go that i don't want the games to be poop so I guess we'll just have to see. Because I think I think um John's right. Like happy meal toys are shit.
1: There's something there though. For I know those games. I know like, there's, there's something there. You're I
0: right. don't
1: want to make it sound like I'm saying they make nothing but crap games. I don't think that's true. I I didn't play much of Age of Conan, uh, but I did play it. Mm-hmm. And I didn't play a ton of Secret World, but I did play it and I found a lot to like in it. Oh. Uh same with Anarchy Online, so there's something there.
0: Mm-hmm. They make video games that you might yeah, want to check they into. They
1: successfully make video games, which oh. is more than some companies can say. Even EA can't say that about a Star Wars game yet. So, mm-hmm. or a recent one by any account. So, uh, these Point
0: Funcom. These aren't the ones that make that game. That's uh, was a TV show on Sci-Fi as well, and it was happening at the same time. Do you remember that? It's still out. That's it's still right. a game. I heard that uh, game was
1: actually pretty okay. Defiance? It's
0: all right. Defiance, yeah it's okay i, I played, played it. it did you play it as well
3: yeah i played defiance it was, all, it was all right but it was also i think it suffers from that wow thing where it's like it's an mmo but it's not you know there's a lot of quality of life stuff not in it so you're like i'll come yeah. back later and then the game fails yeah well now or they got it shut down oh, no
0: it's re-released and it's uh, the show's not on anymore but the game's still active
3: oh interesting
0: uh but it's like a it's it's almost like um not a predecessor oh, right. but it but it was supposed to be like these newer oh you know who i'm thinking of is tryon worlds that's who made that it's not it's they not the content it's not funcom right? but yeah but they they uh, yeah they made rift but they uh the game was like a proto destiny proto um uh what's the other what's the thing well anthem i guess but it's like that kind of looter shooter elements in it but also more mmo than those are it's that's weird it's a weird game but i enjoyed my time in it It was all right it was okay fun and i
1: know star trek online
0: no no i mean if i if star trek online if i could buy a lifetime thing i would if only can you even buy that now Is that no
1: film? it's free now <laughs> they're not gonna sell it to you now well, actually maybe you can
0: yeah. i don't know yeah i want to know if you can still buy a lifetime because that just gives you all the perks and stuff
1: right maybe they're still like yeah sure you want to go as however many hundred dollars that was uh yeah give it to us
0: lifetime subscription oh they still do oh they do yep you can go in there let's see can i find out how much it costs yeah what do you get for uh star trek.com all right let's see uh the subscription offer this was last year so this is pretty recent Uh, okay here we go uh all three for now until april you can get the oh you can save a hundred dollars because so it's still let's see 200 bucks and you pay you could have paid a hundred during the sale that they had we'll pretend i
3: did (laughs) (laughs) yeah
0: but if so both you and i want to go down that dark path we could go buy a lifetime subscription to the star now there's the
1: game all three of us should get into we can all be three starship captains yeah fight the borg yeah space and ground
0: adventures okay
3: we're yeah. all captains Does yeah somebody have to work in engineering yeah the, we have crews for that
0: yeah you have your own ship we'd have three ships is what oh we'd have.
3: oh you oh, you can't be like a science officer in the game you have to be a captain in you game.
1: can be technically a science officer but you're still going to be controlling the ship as if you were the captain correct
0: oh I'm yeah out. he's out already <laughs> <laughs> what if the characters? What if the
1: captain... I want to be an underling or nothing at all?
3: <laughs> hell yeah! Hell yeah! There's a there's a Star Trek role playing game that I've kind of been curious about. Oh, where you God. play as part of the crew and everyone's got to you know work pen, together oh, to solve God. problems. Like a pen now, and, that pen and paper? could be
1: a fun one
0: shot. Oh, us. I'd do that. Yeah, that in sounds a heartbeat. Like fun. Yeah, I would totally do that. Is so, it? There's, there, it's D&D it's fun. Role? You don't
3: have to be the captain just to have a good Star Trek fantasy. You can my, be. You can be Geyner.
1: I've already got my character. You guys ready? Yep. He got lost in the Jeffrey's tubes. (laughs) And they decommissioned the ship he was on. Okay. And then in a desperate battle, the ship was brought out of retirement. And he crawled from the Jeffrey's tubes and was reconscripted into the Federation.
3: (laughs) What did he eat while he was in the Jeffrey's tubes?
1: He found a way to the replicator. Yeah.
3: It's his own poop.
0: I mean, he wasn't so he,
1: permanent. He had the ship, but they closed it all down with him aboard. He couldn't get out.
3: And, like, the scans failed to detect him? No, I mean, he was just
1: just just a... sitting, it was just sitting there. Nobody L-Cars cared. L. Cars wasn't
3: like anomaly detected. Mm-hmm. No, he, just, he, just, he was 52. It was like
1: Tom Hanks in that airport movie.
0: Uh... <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Not catch me if you can. What was. Oh, terminal. Yeah. The terminal. Okay. All right. So, wait, wait Bo, if you did this. It, what, what era is it? Is it TNG era? Is it DS nine? Oh, forward? if I
3: were to game master Star Trek, I have to read the rules. But yes, it would be TNG DS nine era. All right,
0: I would think we may one off that someday chat room. We'll do that for when we do like a break with be Dungeons or something. We could just do like a
3: yeah. It's less combat focused and more you know Star Trek focused. Like you have to use your brain to figure out alien problems. I'm in diplomacy <laughs> and stuff.
0: Yeah, diplomacy. Yeah. It's not just a sword. It's a way
3: of thinking. I'm in a-
1: diplomacy the hell out of
3: this situation <laughs>
0: uh all right real quick here i know that uh, all three of us to some level or another like mortal kombat and i don't i don't mean the act of mortal kombat i mean the game series with the k in it uh, uh 11's coming out everybody wondered they've all it's been the big thing is johnny cage coming back good news everyone johnny cage is coming back so
3: I kind of hate and like Johnny Cage all at the same I time. I can't
0: stand him. I hate. He's him. the like he's, okay.
3: He's just a, he's a douche, right? But he's the chosen one, I guess. Yeah, for... he's like the yes,
1: character of the game.
3: Dude. When they rewrote
1: yeah. the lore for uh, Nine Ten, they made Johnny Cage the main guy. They killed off Liu Kang. Spoilers uh killed off Liu kang and made johnny cage the most important character in the series yeah which they should have done because he's the most i would say he's the more iconic doesn't he have
0: a he's uh well he's not i wouldn't say he's iconic at all i think the two ninjas are iconic sub-zero and freaking
3: uh yeah he's like generic american man and they just lean into it like i know people in hollywood that would that are tougher than you. Yeah, <laughs> he's like, the, the. Don't do that. I don't say that before a fight. He's the Jean Claude <laughs> Van Damme. That.
0: He's Van Damme. That's his deal. That's his job in yeah. this. Yeah, kind it's, And it's dumb. It's always been dumb. Uh, he's dumb. But in a
3: in a way that I'm like I'm supposed to, I think, feel these feelings. So I appreciate it. You're yeah. supposed to. I don't. I don't. I don't. I think he's his own. Ever, like all the characters are kind of a horror show, yeah. right? Like, yeah, there's something off about them. They take off their mask. They got crazy teeth. Like, I think he's his own horror show in this clean way. That's why they lean into it. Hmm. Like, that, it, he instead of looking at him as the bread and bunder, what? Bread and, bread and butter, Bread and bunder. <laughs> yeah, got it. Like, just, you know, the ultimate wonder boy, A-plus, good guy. Like, he's horrific, right? He's, like, yeah. arrogant. He's, yeah, he's an a-hole. He's a douche. And I think they that's just the horror fantasy of him. Yeah. he's yeah. kind of a divot he's but. a dipshit but also he's really good at fighting and the chosen one like it's, it's he's 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 apex legends pud
0: or uh, um
1: <laughs> he is
2: what's his real uh, name
0: uh mirage mirage he's mirage from apex legends pud yes. in, for yeah, short
1: he 100 percent is yeah. he's got a tattoo of his own name across his chest that yeah. tells you literally everything <laughs> you need to know about
0: the character i forgot that's true i mean you guys are excited about that game right you want it and i mean did you to, uh... see the fatality on no this it's one? crazy it was amazing it's crazy it was hilarious isn't it ba- it's based on a glitch from two mortal kombat two yeah.
1: there was a fatality where if you kept hitting the last button of the fatality they would uppercut the head off and then if you hit it again the head would reappear and you'd uppercut the head off again and then the head would reappear and you'd uppercut the head off again so i kind of feel like this is a slight homage to it like how do you do that in a world where the graphics aren't as bad like you actually have real graphics. Well yeah. you do a you treat it like it's a movie and they're filming it and oh take one he didn't knock the head off. Oh take two he didn't knock the head off. Oh it yeah. got stuck on his fist.
0: Yeah. And look at oh he's annoying me already. I'm looking at the video. <laughs> he's got now he's older now and he's got a kid. The kid was in the last one, right? The girl? Yeah, yeah. Cass- Cassie's right. Cassie Cage. Oh, hey, Cassie. I don't know if she's yeah. back though. Is she back to be a part of the deal again? We I don't, don't know. know. All right here. He and is. There's also
3: a move at one point where Johnny Cage throws his glasses at the enemy and then gets out a new pair of glasses and puts them on. <laughs> <laughs> I liked that.
1: I liked the move where his stunt double comes in and grabs the guy from behind and then
3: he kicks him. <laughs> uh, you see the miming? He mimes at one point to block. He's like, dunk, 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 and Rocket tries to hit him and he can't, and then he counterattacks.
0: Wow.
1: Person. Yeah. All and right. he uh, slams a. Emmy, which is actually just him with his arms crossed in a golden statue, into somebody's back. So these are all fantastic things.
0: All I'm saying is, we have a listener who works at uh, Nether Realm. Who's
1: you got to stop saying that? People are going to think we only talk about Mortal Kombat because no, that.
0: no, no, we talk because we love it. I'm just saying that you know, hook us up's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. You don't have to do anything. All right. uh, There's that. And that was a lot of fun. And I'm glad we got to talk about it. So uh, good job. All right. Kind of a side note thing. Not really game related, but I wanted to throw this out there. I noticed that Rotten Tomatoes will no longer allow audiences to review movies before they're released. Okay. I came at this with two thoughts. Number one, I didn't know they even did that. How can you review a film if it's not out yet? You know what I mean? Like you shouldn't be able to go. I shouldn't be able to wander into a, the, the world's biggest movie review thing or games for that matter and go, oh, it's going to suck. And we all know it and then have that be a score. And then it's part right. of an aggregate freaking F off. That sucks. Right. That should have never been I, a thing. Yes.
1: I have occasionally been lucky enough to go to screeners early for a movie.
0: Yeah. But I Ooh. don't think
1: for the exceptions of times where. I maybe could have reviewed a movie early. That should be allowed over the people that get on and review bomb movies. So I'm
0: 100% with you. It shouldn't be allowed. It shouldn't be. And now it's not. They're not letting you do it anymore. So that's good. They
3: can review bomb it after.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah. Sure. Sure. Yeah. But you have to. This is the problem. The difference between like a Steam review. You can't leave a review unless you played the game. And I think it even has to be a certain amount of time in the game. Not sure about Mm -hmm. that, but You have to own it. It has to be in your library. And that makes sense to me. So even if you review bomb a game on Steam, you have to own the game. And if you're going to cell phone yourself and go spend 60 bucks for a thing to leave a review, then you're weird. Like, I don't know why you're doing that. But at least there's some restriction there. With this Rotten Tomatoes thing, there's no way for them to know if you owned a ticket to see the movie. Like, all they're doing is saying, you can still review bomb it, I guess just don't do it till the day the movie comes out instead of doing it like two weeks ahead. When we put the listing up, you know what I mean? Yeah.
1: I mean, plus people are obviously abusing it, which is its own really shitty practice. So
0: I'm sick of the internet. I
1: I don't know. I'd be okay with getting rid of, uh, user reviews altogether from rotten tomatoes. I mean, that's an extreme overreaction to it, but I, I mean, I just don't, I think we're at a place where, as soon as people started review bombing and it became a thing, how useful can you find those things anymore?
3: Right. You know? How critical but, is it to their business, though? Like, what if there's a segment of people who want to visit that site just to be a shitty human being? And like, will they have a revenue drop because there's less people going to leave crap reviews? Like, well, they want to do this. And that's the customers they're serving. I mean, I guess. I don't but but those, go to
0: Rotten Tomatoes, but those <laughs> customers. I mean, they just won't see ads that they probably weren't going to go spend money with anyway. Like they're already they're shitty on every level. So Mm -hmm. they're just, if they're just there to cause a ruckus, I don't see any value in keeping them. In fact, I feel this way about, I don't think there's any value in having comments on YouTube and I don't know why anybody does it. Like, it's just (laughs) the stupidest place to say anything ever. So why even have it? But there it is because it just feels like, well, we can't not have it. So then, then creators are the same. They're like, well, we can't not have it, right? I mean, I know we're running the risk. But no, it just it sucks. Every color of, co- of comment systems just kind of sucks. So in this it's particular true. case, what I what I go to Rotten Tomatoes for is I don't even look at that audience score because I don't trust it. I look at the the average from people who are paid and work every day in, in a business where they have to review films, even though a lot of times I may not agree with them but generally the aggregate and I match pretty close and that's why I go. So if I don't want to go waste 14 bucks for a ticket, I like to check out and see if it's getting decent early reviews or not. And if it's even fair to middling for something I want to go see, I may still go see it. If they're skyrocketed over 90, I know I'm probably going to be okay with it. And if it's something that's down in the twenties and thirties, probably a piece of shit. Good enough for me. I don't need the user ones where they get on and go. I hate so-and-so actor because one time i heard he farted on a dog and and that's why you shouldn't
3: see this movie that's not a review
0: oh it's like metacritic person reviews i hate them so
3: much anyway it's just a chance to rat metacritic's bad too but i just think there's people because i have used in the internet for a long time as i'm sure you both have it's Mm -hmm. not a brag yeah but i've used it for a long time and i've never left a review for pretty much anything I think in the span of a week, I left some reviews on Steam for some games I bought, but they were just complimentary for games I liked. Basically,
2: mm-hmm.
3: apart from that, like I've never left a review for a movie or a book or even a purchase on Amazon. And I'm like, I can't be the only one like that. I'm, you're only when you're looking at user comments and reviews, it's only a, also a percentage of the population who do it. Yeah. There's some people who never do it that are never in any of that aggregate. That are not being captured and my opinion on things pretty much the best opinion out there so you know <laughs>
1: yeah.
3: it's a real loss to the quality of those,
1: <laughs> those reviews. being denied the bow perspective i'm pretty sure years. everyone
3: feels that way about their their good taste but you know
0: clearly yeah
3: the point is that some, a lot of i think a lot of people just don't comment so they're not really mm-hmm. capturing the people anyways
0: i agree now this <music> Uh, just some other gaming stuff that happened to me this week. I canceled the EA, EA thing. I I, I don't <laughs> feel I don't feel good about carrying it into the second month until Anthem shows me what it's gonna do for real. Like I need maybe six months before I check that again. So I did that for two reasons. One, having that thing got me back to playing Dragon Age Origin or uh, Inquisition, and I really liked that game. However, the more I played it, the more I went. Yeah, this came out in like 2013, 2014. About a year and a half later, we got uh, The Witcher 3 Wild Hunt. Oh, yeah, that's the best RPG ever. I'm not (laughs) going to play this for now. And so I turned that off. I uninstalled it, kept my saves synced up. So if I ever want to get back, I can. I like that game a lot. I'm not poo-pooing on it. But I'm like, if I'm going to spend this time, let's just go. Let's get to the parts of The Witcher I never finished. So I'm going to go in there and I'm going to play the, that thing all the way through. At least I think I am. So I'm doing that drove me to play the witcher again. I canceled that thing. Apex is still there. Um, it was, I think, I think it's a worthy, like I said last week, it's a worthy service, but I'm so bummed out about Anthem and it's inability to deliver what they had sort of promised that I just can't see doing it for, for a second month until they can prove me wrong. So, or another game comes along where I'm like, Oh, I must have, have to do it. Yeah. Um, Probably similar. Well, oh, Bo, you were we were talking about last week and how I mean, you already canceled, right? You're done.
3: Uh I need to cancel. Oh <laughs> but yeah, I'm pretty much done. Yeah, <laughs> well, I mean, there isn't. Uh, it's been on the back of Anthem, which we can get to it now. I can just talk, later. I can talk about it now. Like, talk yeah, about it know, now. Go I bought ahead. a new. Jump I bought on. a new video card this past week. Yeah, not a huge upgrade. Scott, you gave me the 680, which is actually a really good card for the 600 series. So I think it's the best in the line, yep. but it's old and like Apex wasn't running great. Anthem was not running. And there was a sale for 200 Canadian, which is a pretty good deal on a 1050 TI yeah that's, and that's the budget card for the 10 series but pretty big upgrade and most importantly within the specs of anthem so I knew anthem would run except guess what it doesn't <laughs> i get I get one for I get a slideshow I can't play it it's unplayable
2: oh man, now that I, now that
3: I'm meeting the specs of the game it still won't run and so i just i'm not going to waste my time it's just going to get uninstalled and i probably won't go back to it unless something big happens
0: are you are you so, uh is that uh across the board your specs say that they're current and it's still not not now. i mean
3: i have an old i7 you know i'm sure my the version of my ram but if i have to think that deeply about it then they're not taking the time to retrograde or retrospect the software to hit a lot of systems Yeah, because my stuff technically meets requirements it was just the graphics card that was below Uh, i otherwise meet the requirements Mm. and all other games work i have no other game in existence that didn't work except wolf 2 wolfenstein 2 which i should (laughs) check out actually Um, but that was a graphics card bottleneck so i've got the graphics card so i can play that so i'm excited for that that's a good game i should
1: play that you should play that that game is
3: Crazy. That was a great shooter. I forgot about shooter. it just now, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna play that no. Metro. I, I yeah, I'm skipping ahead, but I installed Metro 2033 and it runs amazing on full graphics. No, new video cards are great, guys.
0: People are saying good things about that new Metro game. I haven't tried it yet, but I'm considering checking that out. That's a game. Stress me out though. I feel like they're just a stress machine. Those Metro games. Do you not disagree? do you not agree? Because I feel like I'm in there mm, just going ah no. oh, shit, 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 shit. I don't have enough bullets. Bullets or money. Money or bullets ah like it's just you got to uh, play
3: stealth you got to play it like it's uh sent your sam fisher if you do that you'll have tons of ammo all right i do like, like sam fisher um, i like that it's weird because the games present you with it's kind of like deus ex like mm. mankind of no uh human revolution where you, you can play guns blazing or stealth yeah but if you play stealth you actually save a, like you you have more ammo than you know what to do with um, really and you just gotta shoot at all the light bulbs blow out all the candles and hide in the corners. Don't step on any glass. And you can takes one bullet to hit a headshot on on the you know third Reich, third Reich <laughs> guy, or one of the new Reds. Yeah. Well, in still, Metro,
0: it's uh, yeah.
1: Still one of my biggest achievement claims to fame is that I have the pacifism run for Deus Ex Human Revolution. Oh,
0: well done. Jeez, hmm. that is that is a hard thing to do
1: and i stumbled into it sort of the problem is i made it like three quarters of the way through the game realized i had never killed anybody and then said oh i'm locked into this now aren't i
0: yeah well what'd you do about the bosses because that was a problem with that game wasn't it they don't
1: they don't count you can kill bosses Uh, but it used to didn't it no they're just they just suck that's the only thing that for the achievement
3: yeah i I actually tried for the achievement and failed because i think it's because i killed a guy in the tutorial and failed to realize it
0: oh you didn't know till you got all the way to the end and then you i mean i
3: tried to go back in my brain and i was like i must have killed the tutorial in that game isn't your hud isn't fully engaged yet so if you're not paying attention it's hard to know yeah i I hope they killed somebody
0: i hope they make more of those those games are cool man I, I really like Mankind
3: Divided. Yeah. I thought it was fantastic.
0: I think both of them are great. I just want I, I hope Cyberpunk lives up to the the amount the, the amount of sheer hype I have in my heart for it. I want that oh, to be real. I rad. So hope
1: I have a new computer by the time that game comes out. Yeah,
0: it's going to be a beast. That's going to be a When is that come, It's 2021 or something or what's the I forgot. It's not soon. I
1: don't know. That's, I think there's yeah. some news on that front. Is there? Didn't they put out like a weird little teaser thing?
0: That's what they do.
1: Some just like image <laughs> on Twitter where they were just like, oh, working. Maybe. No release dates.
0: No dates,
3: Hopes right? to launch in 2019. Oh. At the release. Yeah, but mm, I don't seems think so. Seems it's unlikely, optimistic. right? I mean, I know they've been yeah, working there's... on
0: it for a long time, but.
3: Cyberpunk is a video release date leak confirmed by blah, blah, blah. Oh. I, don't, I don't. I don't think it's still 2020. Mm. This is a pretty ambitious game. Okay, well,
0: that's still better than what I thought. I thought it would be beyond 2020. I didn't know, but it looks. Oh, it's so it's my better. bag of it's chips. Come out
1: in 2042.
0: Yeah, it's going to make Bo want to do cyberpunk tabletop and pen and paper. I, I'm telling you.
3: I mean, I kind of already want. He already just, does. Yeah, I already have the book. Uh, I've been flipping through it. I'd love to do a second. I think it'd be more mission-based. I think fantasy in that world, it's not like you're gonna adventure to exotic places. You're gonna hang out in some bar, mm-hmm. meet like creepy people, and then just go and steal something with those creepy people you
0: met. Plus you're gonna make us do weird sex stuff in it, aren't you? You're gonna make everybody No, I'm not. Yeah, say, like, Oh, there's an android over there, put your penis in it. Like it's be a- the <laughs>
1: only guy who in There Will
0: Be Dungeons has done weird sex stuff. <laughs> That's not true. You guys had your vampire orgy without me. <laughs>
1: That was the thing. There was no vampire orgy. What vampire orgy are you wasn't talking? Wasn't there about?
0: the day I was gone? You guys did some orgy thing that, that Varel had to witness. They had a dream. Oh. Oh. I wasn't there for that. I always assumed this was an actual thing that happened.
3: There was a sex dream. It's not. You're mixing the vampire with the flesh monster from John Carpenter's The Thing. Okay. Yeah,
0: they were
1: rubbing up on a flesh monster, but there was no
0: penetration. But I can just hear it now. It's like how many credits you give us to do this job. Uh, I'll give you 15 credits plus a handy behind the garbage can. Like, I don't want to. I don't want to have a bunch of weird cyber sex. And I know Bo's gonna stick us with some really embarrassing stuff. So, looking forward to it. Watch for that coming soon.
3: <laughs> I mean, we could do Star Trek. I think Star Trek sounds more palatable to you.
0: Yeah, you know he's gonna
1: still do it to you, yeah. Scott, because he knows that makes you uncomfortable. You're
0: gonna do that one where uh, Data. <laughs> you're gonna do the one where Data and Tasha Yar got it on. Remember that. Yeah, the most
1: awkward romance of all time. Yeah,
0: that was gross.
1: Two robots going at it.
0: Yeah, well, the whole the whole ship was doing it, wasn't that? What the whole thing with that? Everyone went crazy and got kind of drunk and.
3: Oh yeah, there was an episode like that. And everybody's it's like remember.
0: episode or season one, even I think. Yeah, it had to have been season season one because it was Tasha Yar in there.
3: Everyone got Randy. Yeah. Next
1: generation had a lot of sex stuff. They had the pleasure planets.
0: Yep. What they had
1: that? the time. Everybody got off on a video game. <laughs> yeah,
0: <laughs> everybody in the ships having micro orgasms over this stupid headset game where you oh, got
1: all went in the tube. Yeah, Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> they get your little
2: buzz.
0: <laughs> and that was uh, one of the Judd girls. It was, was in that um, Ashley Judd was the main uh, guest starring Wesley girlfriend in that episode. Yeah, fun mm-hmm. little fun little note there. Anyway uh john what do you do oh i are so i so i just sorry i pay they was half off uh on dragon quest 11 so i just picked it up yeah so now i have that have you played it at all Yeah, i got in i got in and got out of town you played a bit too i know so you'll probably probably know what i'm talking about i met the dog i walked did all that in the town i my mother sent me off now and now i'm on my own i'm trying to find people i don't have a team at the moment it's just me And I'm killing pickles and slimes and stuff. Mm -hmm. And it's cool. It's kind of what I wanted, but I'm not playing it because The Witcher is kind of forefront right now.
1: It's a little different than The Witcher, for sure. (laughs) Yeah, it couldn't be more, like, (laughs) totally
0: different than The Witcher. But I'm glad I picked it up because I do, I like that particular series more than any other Square series. Even Final Fantasy, I just, it speaks to my sensibilities about what I think a Japanese RPG should be.
1: You know what I want so bad? Mm. I just realized that I want a Dragon Quest done by the Witcher people. Oh, that level of graphics, but for the Dragon Quest universe. So, like, the little normal, happy, smiley face slimes are now like horrific, like, <laughs> kind of slime monsters. <laughs> and I want. Uh, the Dragon Quest people to make a Witcher game uh, with the Toriyama art style. All Dragon Ball Zified Witcher business. Perfect. I like it.
0: It's a good crossover. Yep. I want in the in the Witcher art but in the Dragon Quest game they need to all have red noses like they're alcoholics. They need to have the worst Mm -hmm. skin. Uh, They need uh, um, lots of boobs just barely hanging in there. Boobs are just ready to flop out any second like in the Witcher. This is a great idea. When Geralt gets mad, his hair gets yellow and spiky. Yep. I'm into it. You go super saiyan on everybody. Fantastic. Mm-hmm. John, are you still playing Apex? I guess you are. What's going on? In I there? am.
1: I'm actually having more fun in Apex uh as of late than I have with the entire thing. Like it really as as Bo's bug left, it apparently came over here and infected me because i'm having a really good time i'm getting better at shooting things which is a uh, real key to having a good time in that um but moreover i've just gotten to the part the point where i'm i'm still in theory chasing wins sure mm-hmm. but it's more about just having a game that's just kind of fun to play with people and goof around in um i got on a stream with uh kyle and garrett uh i don't know if Garrett necessarily loved the goofing around that Kyle and I got up to, but uh we weren't taking it exactly seriously. Uh Kyle started a new mission, which is how long can I just run around the enemy, making them shoot at me without me dying? Uh, which was a blast to see and amazing to see. Uh and also jumping from zip line to zip line when he had two that were overlapping because of Pathfinder business. Uh, and it's just been goofy dumb fun and i've actually really really been enjoying just getting in there and not really worrying about oh we got to move because of the circle and what's the pickups and all of that but just let's get in there and just goof around and shoot at people and if we die we die and whatever so it's hitting that point with that game made my fun in that game increase astronomically
0: that's awesome i think that's really good i i did pl- i played some games with my son and my son-in-law and they kind of carried me a lot cause they're way good at these games. They play a ton every night they're playing. But, uh, I had some of my best games and it was all with pud. Like usually yeah. annoys me, but I'm actually kind of enjoying him and playing him a lot. So, uh, kind of with you. I think things are going okay there. Uh, how about yes. you, Bo? you're done with apex but what else we talked about some of the other stuff you're playing but are you gonna oh you covered it all You oh, tics- played heroes all week yeah you played heroes i won't talk about that but i also want to talk about you said you were itching for a roguelike and then i was wondering if you picked one did you find something
3: yeah so what i've been doing is i've been, I've been visiting the nethack site hmm. and i've been flirting with downloading it i haven't actually had the balls to install it yet but i kind of I've been kind of hankering for uh, a roguelike. Um, I might get back to Darkest Dungeon. I don't know if I can tolerate the lack of graphics in NetHack, but mm. NetHack does kind of sound like a trip. <laughs> Why doesn't so somebody,
0: kinda... like, I know there's NetHack Legacy on Steam. I don't know what version that is, but there is no, there is no like graphically graphical? version. There are skins
3: for it, but I've so far in what I've read, it seems like they don't put everything that's available in the game. Mm-hmm in oh, the game what? so the true experience is playing the original net hack
0: this freaking ascii text and stuff oh my gosh hmm.
3: i'm contemplating it. it you know it might be a fun thing to do on a stream cuz so i don't you know i stream people to watch but i find like a lot of the games i've been playing i just kind of ignore it right. seems like a good play together kind of game mm-hmm. so i was kind of thinking about it I'm all right still a sub to your channel i I'm am too value yeah better hurry up and unsub. <laughs>
1: I know every time I go to your channel it's like hey tell bo you've been a sub for 24 months. Like, oh crap.
0: <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> wow. Oh, thank you.
1: <laughs> that's pretty good.
0: I don't know who I'm sub to. I'm See, sub
3: to. See that's uh, that's how that's how subs are good. They keep them, I guess. Yeah. yeah but I'm um,
1: literally still subbed to Bo.
3: Yeah. I'm I'm just I'm kind of looking for I think something turn based. Yeah, like that because dead cells is really good if i just wanted strict roguelike i actually really enjoyed dead cells and yeah i can just play that I don't Do know. You, you guys oh, excited sorry. Oh. it's
1: my 18 month anniversary holy you crap
3: you've been sub for 18 months joe yeah
1: hold on i'm going to share it with the chat room
0: that's about when you were super hardcore doing hero streams back then weren't you yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: i Yeah, that and Hearthstone, although I have a hard time watching Pope play Hearthstone because he's got a little tick that he does
0: while he's thinking, and it drives me crazy. Well, I want to know what it is. What is it?
1: He, uh, he, when he's thinking, he runs his mouse cursor over his bottom list of cards, which makes them all go, and he does it over and over and over again, and I get, like, mesmerized by it, and... If he stops, I start to get anxious, and if he starts, I start to get anxious, and then I just go, "What am I doing? I'm just sitting here anxiously watching <laughs> a guy go to his cards over." I gotta and over admit, again.
3: I feel relief. I thought you were gonna say, "I stick my knuckles in my nose or something." No, you know, we have like that. we all do weird face things yeah. that we don't think about when we're on camera, and all of a sudden we're picking our nose <laughs> on camera. know? I that happened once. I didn't catch myself doing that.
0: <laughs> my least favorite. Um, my least favorite thing that I see streamers do that are ticky like that is uh, Fortnite streamers who are constantly mouse-wheeling between the guns they're holding. When they're not shooting, oh. they're just traveling. And you know that thing where they're going chlink, schlink, schlink, over and over and over? I hate it! Stop doing that! <laughs> also, when you're in play in Apex and you're by somebody's box who just died, and it's their little crate full of their shit, Go ahead and dig through it and get their stuff, but don't
3: uh, jerk left and right the whole time while you're doing it. You got to do that. I I hate it so bad. I know you hate it, but you have to do that. That's how you don't get shot while you're maybe your head in the bag. (laughs) You have to do that. The guns thing I think is probably right. There's no reason for it. It's a tick, but moving has a purpose. Moving, I have to say, has a purpose.
0: All right. I just really because I think I could kill one of those guys if if I saw him.
3: (laughs) But it's just, so So if you're standing still and someone gets a beat on you, they have a 100% chance to hit. Yeah. But if you're twitching, maybe it's a coin flip. Maybe you get hit anyways, but maybe you don't. And so when you're thinking in that edgy, give me every advantage I possibly can, competitive mentality, you should always be moving. You should never be standing still. All right. You should never be standing still in Heroes. You know, you should never be standing still in any competitive game. So...
0: Yeah, that's why The Witcher. For when I first started playing it again, it started to feel a little funny because I was like, I'm digging through this box. Who's looking? at someone coming? Like I'm, I'm a little paranoid about taking too long to go through inventory or whatever. And I'm like, no, no, no. This is one. This is a game where you're supposed to take your time with your inventory. Uh, very different play styles. But uh,
3: oh, well, which, game, which game is that? In Witcher. <laughs> yeah, The Witcher. Also, <laughs> oh, you know, like the <laughs> demon might get me. Yeah, you go back and <laughs> forth.
0: <laughs> oh no! One of the beasts I killed is on his way back uh also i don't like jumping bunny hopping that should all end there's a lot of things oh, i don't yeah. like yeah i get it i understand like some of these have com- uh, competitive advantages but at the very least you Fortnite people that just rotate through your guns or if you started doing it because your favorite streamer does knock it off i don't want to watch it it sucks all right moving on uh oh and tell, why heroes is back in your life
3: that's good right yeah i played all night monday and tuesday night I've put in about thirty or forty games. Jeez, that's pretty good. I have fun. So now that I feel like, and this is part of the conversation with Apex, I feel like Apex was a rebound relationship. Mm. And now that I'm sort of over it, I'm He's like, back with the X. I'm back with the X. <laughs> <laughs> pretty much, <laughs> like I'm just like because I'm like what I said earlier about the game is that it's very predatory in terms of its. You know, it's not a team-on-team thing. And we play on, you know, we'll probably play tonight. we play Wednesday nights. This is a game I'm good at. Why would I turn my back on it? And I I don't know what it means. I've just been having fun playing. So I've been playing. I'm back in just playing and not thinking too hard about the stuff surrounding it. I think that's good because we're going to do that tonight. Just it as a fan.
0: Yeah, Yeah. we'll play some tonight. We'll have this hot new two-hour-ago patch to to play with, which will be fun.
3: What day is it? Wednesday. It's a weird Wednesday, day for a... the night we do core. Is that a weird day for them to do a patch? That's a weird day. Yeah, usually Tuesday.
0: It's part of their weird cadence they always talk about in their letters.
3: Oh <laughs> uh, uh, that word's never gonna be the same. No,
0: it probably isn't. I
3: hate that word now. I don't so like much. it
0: either. All right, we're gonna get to some emails. Actually, one in particular, we got this email today. Uh, how did they do it? Why? They went to frogpants.com/slash core and they clicked the contact link. It's really easy. Or you can leave us a voicemail, 801-471-0462. This email is from somebody named Spud Jerky. Pretty good name. Uh says, actually, can you make jerky out of a potato? Potato jerky? Probably not.
3: Probably <laughs> well, It not. is jerky anyways. It's Jerky's, dried meat.
0: Right? Yeah, it's like you, you guys, well, you have jerky up there.
3: Yeah, I mean, we have it. I just don't know that what it is. But no I no look idea. at it. It looks like <laughs> dried meat. It is. But I don't know I don't know how it's done, I guess is what I'm trying to say. So
0: my brother-in-law is a jerky maker, and what you do is you go kill an elk or something, right? If you're a hunter. Right. Okay. Step um, one. Or you can go buy meat and do this, but he this is what he did. He,
1: Alternative he, he step one. An,
0: he'd kill an elk, uh, bring the elk home, do whatever you do to get all the meat out of the elk, and then uh, I guess the roast part of it or whatever. Ask you, it
1: nicely to you, offer, <laughs> its
0: offer its bounty you slice yeah. off a bunch of slices of the meat and then you put it in this smoker dryer thing he bought. And the next day he gets up and the whole place smells like jerky. And you open that up and there's like fresh dried, ready to go, you know, salted jerky in there. It's pretty, yeah, it's
1: salted at one point. Right. I would yeah. assume
0: it's an old school, how you would keep meat. to last a long time back in the, you know, 17, 18 hundreds. Like if you were a cowboy and you had to travel across the plains, this is how you would do it. You'd have jerky.
1: We might have some in our rations kits.
0: Yeah, we might. I have bat poop and I have um I still have a um a tiefling tailbone. Remember that? I still have that. Hmm. And why do you have that? I don't know. I don't know why I kept that thing. It's one of my favorite little things to keep and I just always keep thinking it's gonna be a reason to use it. Once in a while Bo will have a scenario and I'm like, is there anywhere where we need to poke a bone into something or just like <laughs> I think about it. Every time I look at my inventory, I'm like, ooh, there's that tailbone.
1: Nash Maggard is like an adventure <laughs> game character. No, there's he's, really no
0: reason for why
1: he I, I was thinking about characters. this
3: on the weekend. Scott kind of plays... You know how in Grand Theft Auto you can play like, I'm not going to run over people. I'm a responsible driver. Yeah, and, and, uh-huh. and then the people just are kind of walking and you're like, why don't I veer onto the sidewalk and murder fifty of them? Yeah, I feel like that's how Scott plays D and D, where he's like, he'll have he has them conscious. He's like, we can't do this. We have to be good. And then he'll see something he wants to touch. Yeah, and that, that might cause an explosion. But who cares? It's a video <laughs> game. That he touches.
0: Yeah, no, that's true. It's gonna get me killed. But I like, I like that. I like when you you describe some awesome object and go, oh, there's a collection of weird mushrooms that glow green. I can't just go, oh, okay, cool, keep going. Like, I need I to see what that is. I need to explore it.
3: It's like, it's, it's like, not a criticism. You can, I'm happy that you do that. Yeah. But- I
0: just
1: have to remind myself that in this world, I don't know which character is which Avenger, but I definitely know we're traveling with Deadpool. And as <laughs> as long as I remind myself that Deadpool is one of the people on the team, that in this comic book event, Deadpool is with us. Yeah. I understand exactly what to expect. Right. Well, it's just the way it goes uh that, that was a good guy yes he's a good guy ultimately although he does sometimes kill people when they didn't need to die and he
0: swears a lot <laughs> he even got pikachu to swear he did oh my gosh i can't wait to see that weird thing
1: it looks so good doesn't it yeah. back to video games sorta
0: i don't know why that pikachu detective pikachu movie looks like a thing i want to see i don't know why i feel that way
1: I think that movie's going to do well because, you know, everybody who actually loves Pokemon is going to go see it. It's even got people like you that really don't care that not long ago. And I'm still sad you didn't do it. Pokemon Go took this opportunity from us. You were pitching the idea because you didn't know any Pokemon of drawing based on name alone what you thought the Pokemon looked like. Yeah. I'm so sad that never happened, but it even has you excited for it. I could still do
0: it. Because I still don't know. (laughs) I I know one or two. I know Pikachu. I think Squirtle. Even then, I don't know if I could do Squirtle. It'd be like me trying to... Like, on the instance I'm getting made fun of a lot lately for trying to recount a cinematic in the game. Uh But just doing it from memory and verbally on the show and then it comes out ridiculous. It's kind of like that. And I would have a really hard time telling you what a certain Pokemon looked like. But now we live in a time where Pokemon is so mass market. Everyone's got a game on their damn phone this movie's coming out like it would be a bad project. Now I'd waste a lot of time drawing that I could use for something else, but sure. Point taken. Uh, Sp- I'd like it. Oh, well, it would be great. All right. Well, I'll do it just for you.
1: Yeah. I'll uh, just give you a list of Pokemon <laughs> to draw and you can just
0: draw them for me. All right, I'm in. <laughs> Spud Jerky wrote in, says, Hey, core people. I love that you're still doing the show. Well, thank you. We're, we're oh, we didn't read we're the out. email yet. No, we didn't yet. Jeez, oh, he says this and then bo you may have something to say about this i don't know i know i will he says i have a question about roguelikes what's the point i don't like dying those games want me to die what's the appeal thanks and keep up the great work your pal spud jerky well spud jerky That's the appeal that is kind of the appeal now the the appeal of more modern ones nethack Nethack was a go as long as you can, and when you're dead, you're dead. You don't get to do new stuff when you go out for yourself. Start
3: over from scratch. So there's a term called Mm roguelite, which is a concession between the idea that it's permadeath and that you get to carry over stats and abilities. and Currency, whatever. And Yeah, like stuff carries over so that you both feel rewarded and making progression, but also still has permadeath, Mm -hmm. which is... I think, to a hardcore roguelike fan, uh, wimpy. But that's why they call it roguelite. And if that's, I mean, it's fine. It's not a bad thing. I shouldn't do that. Yeah. But yeah, the appeal of an actual roguelike game is that much, I mean, D&D, Dungeons and Dragons is a roguelike mm-hmm. in the sense that when you're dead, you're dead. Yeah. Well, that's not true. It does have resurrection. Well, right I, game, yeah, so. but,
0: but if you die after yeah, all, that's true. after everything's but, been exhausted, you're still dead. Characters but you die. can.
3: I mean, you can certainly run a game where you, as the, you omit all resurrection magic, so that it's not possible. That's the point: is that it makes it thrilling when you when you have one life, like your life, you value it. So you're not going to go run into a war uh, with your under, well, nothing but your underwear on mm-hmm. and yell bitty You know, <laughs> but in a game, you can kind of do that. You know, and and so. There, there's a, but there's still a thrill, like what you're doing could possibly blow up in your face, and yeah. then you, would, you would die. So. And
0: a good example of this, by the way, is, a, is can easily be found in a sort of modern game. Diablo 3 has a hardcore mode, so did the previous Diablo game, and so do most games that are like Diablo. They have a mode where you make a character, and if that character dies, he's dead forever, and you lose everything he ever had. So if you want to recreate that in a more modern setting that's a, there's one right there yeah, i have
3: some i have some thoughts on that hardcore mode because you do have a stash so i've played hardcore yeah. and what you do it's just basically a longer farm as you make a backup set it still sucks to die but like oh. if your level 70 barb dies all your good gear is gone but you have your backup gear you roll a new character level 70 quickly and boom you're back in business it's just a longer
0: uh, farm well seasonally
3: yeah, yeah but, I, but I still appreciate your example you yeah yeah, to yeah.
0: yeah. they would to it take sense. it out of that context and just the mode itself on, on its face anyway, before all that was added to the game, it's straight up just like a make a guy, hope you never die. And that's yeah. true of a lot I mean, of these games. I am a fan of weird of the weird hybrids. I like when things get really interesting. I think Rogue Legacy is a great example of this and still worth getting if you've never played it. Rogue Legacy is this great 2D kind of Castlevania-style game, except uh, when you die, you're dead. It's very difficult, so you die a lot, but when you do... You take the gold with you that you earned while you were in there, and that gold can unlock perks and things that will help you be stronger the next time. And this is kind of a, you know, Dead Cells is like, they all do this. But the one twist I really liked about that game was when you died, your heir would be your next character you played. And he might be colorblind. He might be short. He might be gay. He might be he might have gas. Like one of some I had one that had just farted the whole time. Um, And and would fog up a room real bad. It was really weird. But every time one would die, the next in line, your offspring would be the next character you'd take in. And you'd have a choice of which of your three kids you would go with for the next run. You'd get... So the idea was that you would inherit their money, but now you also had this weird genetic thing that you now introduced to the gameplay. And then you would play as long as you could. And sometimes it was a real advantage. You were tiny, so you could get in these weird places with lots of treasure. But you were also really low on hit points like that sometimes you're really big and fat and slow but you could take a lot more damage i love i've loved where developers have taken this the the core idea and then branched out with it and there's so many cool ones out there
3: I think, you bring up a good point sorry you can go ahead john sorry i was
1: just gonna say real quick i think rogue legacy also has a really good balance to that curve of difficulty like It's definitely very difficult, but the the arc, you always feel like you're making just enough progress for the game to stay hard up until the moment you beat it. Um, In fact, I would say probably the only complaint I have about Dead Cells, which is a game I actually really, really like, is I feel like there are more runs in Dead Cells where it's just this is just a grinding run.
2: Mm.
1: You know, I know I'm not going to really make any progress this time. It's just a grind run. I felt like there was less of that in Rogue Legacy, but I think both Dead Cells and Rogue Legacy are probably two of my two of my favorite games of all time, honestly, hands down. Same. I really love both of those.
0: Same. Legacy is an, is an incredible game. I can't wait to see what that team ever does again. If they are still... I don't know what they're doing, but I'd love to see a follow-up from those guys. But Didn't um,
1: they do a new game?
0: Did they? Not that I knew of, but maybe I, I missed they it. They
1: did. Not in that same vein, but I think they did. Uh, I thought they did that uh it was one of my favorite games i think like last year that i played
0: cellar door games uh they've got rogue legacy and full metal F- furries is that the game uh, full metal no. furries i don't think so <laughs> I don't think that let, was it. let me look this one up
1: oh no they did do that but yeah i didn't play that i'm thinking of something else
0: what is okay from the creators rogue legacy comes a true cooperative action rpg Huh. I but they that. did
1: do this after Rogue Legacy. I actually did not play this.
0: It's also, that's a Switch exclusive, Full Metal Furries. Furies. Furies. I'm sorry, <laughs> Furies. <laughs> it took me a
1: while to realize that you were genuinely saying it and not just like, ha, I'm having fun with a silly name.
0: <laughs> it's a big, wacky font. It looks hard. To, I mean, I just glanced at it and now I'm filled up, but it was never Furries. It was Furies. <laughs> Oops. All right. Sorry. I'd but... like to
3: add to that list too, and yes. an unconventional one at that is FTL. Oh, FTL is so Into the good. Breach the That's Brawl. what
1: I was thinking of, Into the
3: Breach. Yeah. Same developer, FTL, FTL, the developer of FTL made also made Into the
1: Breach. That's who I was thinking uh, of.
3: They're very diff- they're very, they're genre games, so they're not like typical roguelikes, but they are very much again, permadeath is a feature. And those games, I don't think your progress carries over between runs
1: that Just much. one pilot, if you choose, on yeah. the uh, Into the Breach.
3: Yeah, in,
0: in FTL, there was something, but I can't remember what. Something you can unlock car- new ships. <clears throat> yeah, and you could only do it if you kept doing runs through the game, and I can't remember what it was. But FTL is a very, very cool game, and one of the best tablet games I ever played. I played. I had it on PC. When it came out on iPad, I got it because I wanted to see what it was like, and it was incredible on there. So, yeah, fantastic game. Also, oh. What am I thinking? My f- favorite roguelike of recent years was 2015's Invisible Ink, and I still love that game. Oh, yeah. It's oh, like, I have to play that. Oh, the game is so good. I get a hankering for that game about once every couple of months,
3: and I just want to get Wait, in I thought game. it was a strategy game. You're saying it's a roguelike? It's, lo- it's both. It's,
0: it's a turn-based strategy game, kind of XCOM style um it's procedurally generated which uh is handled really well in there the art style is incredible it's very like 60s spy kind of stuff going on with some you know high-tech stuff and uh you can do you can do stuff to it to make it less lo- roguelike and make it more easier if you want there's a lot of rule changing you can do but the standard game is very like you guys die you're they're dead so good luck to you kind of thing I love that game. Oh my gosh, that game is so good. That game's one of my favorite games ever made. I wish I wish they were making a sequel to that. I'd be super into it.
1: I don't know if we answered what's the point of them, but we certainly did answer. uh, Here are some good ones, and that we like
3: them. Yeah. Well, I I think we did in a way because the point of them is that they're fun for people who like high stakes. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. And and another feature of it too is that usually your runs are different, so you have to make decisions based on the random events of that run the witcher's opening act is always going to be the witcher's opening act,
2: mm-hmm.
3: but your first, uh, zone in FTL is always going to be different. Mm-hmm. And there's and something your about success that. depends on you making the right decisions, uh, with what you've been presented with. Yeah. I, w- we've
0: didn't it. even mention darkest dungeon, which is now getting a sequel, which everyone's super stoked about. It's another game. That's pretty hardcore, but it's definitely in that vein. And, uh, in fact, it's a lot, yeah. it's like Invisible Inc. in that it's also a turn based fantasy RPG and and it's a roguelike at the same time in the way that it's sort of like a spy genre XCOM game and a, and a roguelike. It's like a
3: squad, there's a, a sub genre in roguelike for squad based because yeah. you can also play XCOM roguelike, uh, I think in the Iron Man mode. Iron where Man where mode, you yeah. Just lose, you just lose. Yeah. Um, and I think Darkest Dungeon is squad based roguelike where it's always different and your guys can die, but. You can keep going and keep recruiting new suckers to send in <laughs> That's
0: one way of putting it. Uh well, there you go. If you'd like to email us, you can frogpants dot uh, frogpants.com slash core uh or 801-471-0462. Now, here's a reminder that we here at Core are funded by you, the listener. How's that done? Easily by going to patreon.com slash core show and uh show us your love there. Frogpants.com slash core is our website you should go there as well and don't forget that you can find us on twitter core pod is our new twitter account core pod if you already follow the core heroes account don't worry nothing changed for you you already follow us at this new one and if you reply to us you'll say oh look it's already core pod that's the one of the nice things about how twitter works you don't have to do anything but if you're following us fresh and new follow us at core pod for the show John underscore Jagger. I'm at Scott Johnson. Bo's at Bo Schwartz. It's going to do it for us. Thank you all for listening and being here. We're going to play some games after this. So stick around. It's going to do it for us, for me, for Bo, for John. We'll see you next time. This show is part of the Frog frog pants network. Get more shows like this. At frogpants.com. That's a good question. I can't believe you named your fly. He
3: he wants my yogurt.